When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether it be a detail, wash or service, Berwick BMW have all your motoring needs covered. Rotoflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunson. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. Everybody, welcome to the show. It is The Run Home. Uh, Thursday, second day of February already. And you know Feb's a short month, Gazy, so it'll it be is. over before you know it. It's, um, it, yeah, there's, I mean, the year's flying by and we've only oh, been working stop. four days. <laughs> it's true. It's true, it's, And there's so much happening every single day. We're hit with another bombshell with Tom Brady announcing that today... Uh, Hardly a bombshell. Oh, hey, there would have been people ringing him left, right and centre saying, come, come and be our quarterback at our club in 2000. No, I don't agree. No, just, I don't agree. Oh, no, there would have been suitors. No, I don't. Oh, there would have been suitors. Hello. There would have been no question about it. There would have been people reading up. Yeah, for sure. 45, is he? Yeah, yeah no, there would have been. He's in magnificent condition. Yeah, he is. And has he's he going, had a bit of work done? He's got, I think he has. The, the, the skin yeah, looks a little has. tight. The, and I the think smile had, is not quite as bright. And I think he's had something done to the hair. He always had a beautiful head of hair anyway, but there's well, something happened to it. Is it true now that it's just a couple of tablets a day and the Fred Astaire just popping out? What? Apparently, how long has this been going been, on for? Yes, I've heard that. What tablets? Some... Where do you get them from? I don't know. Would it happen just... to me, or is it once it's gone, no. it's gone? Oh it no, you've still got a fighting chance. Have I got a chance? You have a fighting chance. How I much? Uh, how much are they worth? Well, what? I've heard one three hundred seven. Okay, Fannigan. Now this is a serious. No, comment. I'm serious about this. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you've had any, if you've had like not a hair replacement type no. arrangement, no. If you've had success with whatever your these tablets. If you yep. had, I want to hear real-life well, testimony. Well, do they exist, first and foremost? Well, if there's anybody out there who mm. can testify mm. that these things work, whatever you're about to tell and, me next, I want to hear from an actual human being. And I would need to know also, because I think years and years ago, yeah. there was stuff that might have did a little something for the Fred Astaire, but the uh, damn the other action... I mean, it's... Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Or you'd rather be bald. I would have thought so. <laughs> Just don't give me any head on the mm. top of my head. Is. Or that you you got it coming out of the Fred Astaire and all of a sudden Whoa. there is hair all coming from all sorts of places. <laughs> no, no, I've heard these stories. Now, I don't know if they're true. You are spreading. You are Andy, you've never heard history. that story. No, I have not. That, what? mate. That, that what? That, that if you, you take the tablets, <laughs> but there are some side effects that are highly unpleasant. Oh, well, what sort of unpleasant side effects? I need to know more. Well, unpleasant with <laughs> functional issues. I don't know how to explain it. You know what I mean? Down south. Yeah, apparently. The, so you, you're looking great, but there's it's not what's, working what's anymore. The point. It, what it sh- loses apparently. volume or? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. J- but that's what it, I've heard anyway. It ceases to be. Mm. Mm. Pro- it doesn't, pro- yeah. doesn't produce anymore. Just, um, yeah. It just dies. Just, yeah. <laughs> this can't be true. Oh, my goodness. And he's but anyway, huge. more importantly, is it. No, I actually, I was. I don't know whether it was when I was in Fox Footy or was, I was in one of. Well, who was using it over there? No. Who well, was the Fox Footy? Well, like someone using said, one of these sorts of. Oh, there it you go. It might have been Channel 7, in fact. 
Oh, actually, I don't know. But apparently you can take a couple of tablets and away you go. Well, Paul's on the road. Mm. And he – Paul, I'm going to take your word for this. Uh, Hopefully you don't work for some company and you're just going to give them a pump pump up. So blokes, desperate blokes like me – We'll just go and spend whatever money we've got to no, – not that I give it. Would you spend a little oh, something? I don't give a tinker's No, no, cuss. hang on. But if there was a tablet out there – How that... long does it take to work? Oh, it's going to Do take I get a... results in a month? I would have thought so. Well, if I get quick results, I'll have a go. <laughs> no, but if – Well, if you... I get down south type uh, no, trauma. No. Let's assume that there's no – I get trauma down south. <laughs> oh, I'm not interested in that. Let's assume that there's no uh, significant subtly, consequences. Subtly side effect. Would you actually take – to get a bit more hair, if it would worked, you take it? Yeah. Yes. You would. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, you look pretty good yourself. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. like you are. But you'd have a go just to see if it worked, wouldn't would you? Would you? Because I'm in uh, my, my... No, you're I'm, going all right, but you're a bit thin. Nah, you're dancing thinning. back and yeah. very, very thin. Yes, but you're going okay. Mm. But you wouldn't. I, I would not. I don't Not right now. But it, then the if problem is... If somebody said to you, yeah, 25 bucks for these tablets, yeah. there's a month's thing. You take mm. them and by the end of the month, you'll have more hair. It'll just be you'll have more hair on your head. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. Um, well, maybe I would. I why wouldn't you? That's a good point. I don't know what the downside Actually, is. Good, very good point. Have to go to the barber a bit more often. But other than that, mm. Paul's on the road. Paul, uh, can you testify that these hair pills actually exist and uh, oh, give hang us a, on. give us some sort of feedback mm. as to whether they work or not? Are you listening? Yes, yes, Paulie. Oh. Okay, so I'm 57 years old. Right, that's right. same as me, yep. about the radar's vintage. Yep. Um, started going the fryer tuck on the top and a little bit at the front. <laughs> yep, yes. Yep. Started taking these pills called the hairy pill. Hairy. The hairy the pill. hairy pill, that doesn't sound terrible. The prescription or over-the-counter type job? Keep listening. Mm, okay. Uh, yep. It's a company in Melbourne. No, I don't work for them. Trust me, I don't work right. for them. It's 75 bucks for uh, a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you get, you, you usually get a three month supply. I've been on it for about nine months now. Mm-hmm. It's starting to fill in the crown at the top, and it's thicker everywhere. And I and I swear by it, like seriously. Mm. So the fry tuck top activity is that uh, disappearing, or is there mm-hmm. still issues uh, in that part of the scone? Until a day. Are you talking about? You're talking about the downstairs function. No, 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 no. Where the well, fry that is t- an issue. No, I don't want to know about that. Oh, I want to know if there well, are consequences. Well, if there are consequences, Paul, mm. please let us know. Oh, but great, R. I've seen you on the front bar, and mm. you could certainly do with a bit of bit of the hairy pill. I reckon. Well, well that's a bit rude. I mean, no, it's oh, well, fact. You, you don't have. No, a lot I, of I acknowledge that I don't have a lot of hair, but it hasn't hindered me. No, it doesn't. And he in never said it was. He's just saying as in far my as professional you, pursuits. Paul was just saying. Yes. A fact. No, but Paul, You're what a I want to on. There's no question about that. Mm. That's why I'm at, that's why I'm partially interested in mm. this. But Paul, what I want to know is you said it's getting thicker everywhere and there's a bit of filling in at the front, which marginal after nine months. I would have expected I would have liked to have been a bit more rapid than that. But the fry tuck aspect of the back, that's the real trouble. because once it's gone there, I don't know whether it comes back. Is that area full of hair now? Mm. It's coming back. It's starting to be less scalp coming through, and that's oh. nine months. That's a good yeah, result. I, I don't know about that. I don't work for this company no. or anything like that. They'll get discounts, but the hairy I, pill. I hundred percent the hairy pill. Look it up. They're in Melbourne. And there's no other the other the other side effects, uh, Paulie. Is that a myth or is that um, unfortunate consequence? 
No, well, they start you off on a dose like 0.5 milligram. Right. Your body gets used to it. Mm. And then, then they move you up and move you up. And they ask you every, every month or so. Mm. They send you an email or give you a call and ask you whether you're getting any side effects like headache, loss of, loss of libido, all that sort of stuff. Oh, and now I'm on three milligrams. Yep. Uh, which is the highest dose, or 3.5 milligrams, mm-hmm. and don't get any don't get any side effects. They said you might get a couple of headaches and stuff like that, but no, I didn't get any of them. All right, wow. and, there you um, go. In another in another three or four months' time, I reckon it'll be full. Well, well, that mate, I'm happy for you, Paul. The good on you. Well, and, can and you have it any... going? It's working for you, and I'm, and you feel good about it, mm. and good on you. Hey, so, Paul, well done. can you um, the hairy give, pill? I'm on the website now. Give us a call in back in two months' time and see if we've achieved the goal. Yeah, we want the head. Yeah, and a before and after shot would That'd be, be nice. lovely. Yeah, good luck, Paul. All the best, mate, and keep going. And well uh, Owen's in Melbourne. Mm. Uh, wants to have a chat about hair pills. Who knew we were going to talk about this off the top? No it's a great way. thing about. A day with you. How did it even start? I don't know. I can't remember. But we have a whole lot of stuff we're going to get right. to throughout the show. The quiz mm-hmm. is back today. That's right. Uh, we're speaking to an old bloke and a young bloke. Yep. Uh, it, there's stuff going on everywhere. It is. And here we are talking about... And hair uh, pills. And we had no idea 20 minutes ago that we're going to be talking about this. Very important issue for many, Andy. Clearly it is. It is. No question about mm-hmm. that. Owen is in Melbourne. Owen, what can you tell us about hair pills? Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Good, so thank you. Basically, very similar to the last caller, I'm also on the hairy pill. Yep. And I started thinning at about 33 years old. Yeah. And I'm now 37. And while I'm not back to where I was, I'm at least 200% better than where I was when I was 18 months ago. Okay, so, all right. So it's four years in to the hairy pill treatment at 75 bucks no. a month. No, sorry. So, no, no. I've been on it for 18 months. I beg your pardon. So, but, yeah. And then basically I started thinning when I was about 33. So I started the hairy pill treatment just after my 35th. And since then, I've at least had 200% um, regrowth in the back end of my head where I was thinning. It's a good result. No, well, it is. It is. And, mm. and Owen, no, uh, no particular side effects for you that uh, you could tell us about? No, I didn't have I didn't have the headache. I did have some uh, libido uh, loss in the early stages, but right. now that I've been on it for quite a while, um, that has diminished and it's back to normal. Right, and there you go. Wow. So the hairy pill, seventy five bucks a mm. month. Uh, a couple of testimonials suggesting that uh, it has an impact. She's, she's heading in the right direction. The, 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 I mean, we've only had the two, but the the feedback that I'm receiving is that. For you, I think where you actually have hair, <laughs> it'll come back denser and thicker. But I'm not sure. That's what I led to believe. It's Don't... going to regrow where it's. You, that's you... what I. That's my belief. Mm. That that's what I've been told. That where it's still growing naturally. Mm. If I let it grow and didn't cut it where it was growing naturally now, yeah, it'd thicken up in that area. But I, if I just choose to cut it back, because it looks stupid. <laughs> that it all does. Right. Because when you're bald, when you've got the big bald mm. spot out the back, yeah. like I have, mm-hmm. if you let the rest of your hair grow, it makes it look even worse. Mm. It exacerbates the bald spot. So just get the whole thing. I just get the number one mm. clipper over the top of my head once every three weeks, do it myself in the bathroom. Uh, happy days. Mm. So this all, st- I know where this started. This started because we're talking about Tom Brady. Well, that's right. Who announced. Oh, to- that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's where it started from. He announced today that. This is it. He's already retired once upon a time, but no one really believed it first time round, did they? I think we're oh, all. Oh, I did. Nah, nah, most well, didn't. Well, I did. Yeah, I know, because you're a gullible fool. 
Most of Mate, us did. Did you see the big thing he wrote up? And yeah, no, no one believes. I think most people who follow oh. the sport closely and have got any sort of human intuition about them. Oh. <laughs> are <laughs> of the view that Tom okay. Brady will be coming back. I don't reckon he's coming back from this one. Here is the so he did he did a very heartfelt um, little social media post this morning. He's sitting mm. on a beach somewhere on his own. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, if you haven't seen it or heard it, mm. this is uh, this is what he said to the world. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. If you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. He got emotional doing that. Hey, of course he did. He had to choke back the tears. Well, Very well, emotional operator, Tom Brady. And I have no problems with that. No, He's at all. going in a different direction. What is it, 23? How many years have you been the uh, QB? He's 45 now. I think it's uh, 20 plus. Yeah, that's right, 20, 22. And what 23. an ex- unbelievable right 23, I think it is. Well, I'll do. Let's not argue And that. seven of them, he's won Super Bowl. Oh, correct. That is and, and in his And in his four or five best years statistically, mm. never won a Super Bowl. And From an offensive perspective. I was perspective. listening to, to uh, Josh earlier on today. In the, in fact, I think he was doing the breakfast or it was in the morning. Uh, mornings on the was The Waitley slot. Yeah. And he was saying that his Good best operator, years, Josh, though, he yeah. like he, he went from his 20s and 30s and 40s, his best years were after his 30s. Well, I think statistically, the, I think the point he was one of the points he was making as well, mm. uh, atop the one that you is that each of his decades mm. could have been MVP. Uh, Cape kind of caliber years. Right. If that makes any sense. Well, sort of. It doesn't mm. really. Because you don't get an MVP mm. over a 10-year period. So show me something. I didn't really t- take too much notice of you showing me. No, no. I, I understand what you mean. But I do in a quirky who, way. So there's a few more questions. A few more people want to join in about the hair stuff, which yeah, we'll get why to. wouldn't you? But who's the next one? Who is the to next? To get a hair transplant. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is no, although that that is that is a reasonable question. Right, you can come with that if you like. Who could do with a bit of success with a hairy pill? <laughs> there might be other brands out there as well, too. Andy. Who out there could do with a dose of seventy five amongst seventy five bucks a I month could, of hairy I pill? I now you could. and I are too, we don't care anymore. Too old. We're too old. Yeah. We're we're not. We're, people, mm. if anyone's going to employ you or me, mm. or choose to have an, a a, mm. a physical relationship with either of us, yes. Uh, and they seem past the. Um, that, that's the not hair the, that's not the factor. It's anymore. not the priority. That is not. That's not because of that. No. No, they're not going to change their mind because we've got a, a more lustrous head of hair on us. No, I don't. I know. don't believe that's going to happen. Um, and anyway, we're out to pasture in, when it comes to that stuff. Anyway, cue in rack. They're quite right. So well, not, no, I know what not, you mean. You know, well, it, no. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I'm not sure that was the right. Sort of no, not thing that they call it. Johnny, anyway, just changing yeah. something. Let's go back to the hair pill. Johnny's on the road. Wants to have a chat about it. John, good afternoon to you. Johnny. 
Gentlemen, the pearl. Yes. I'm 60. Yep. I started spinning when I was about 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on that pill, but that's obviously a spin-off of the original one. Right. Yep. And I started looking like uh, the Beatles. It does work, and your hair just really does start to grow. Really? Yes. The, the side effect's no good. Oh. Uh, I think you gentlemen know what it means, and that's more important to me than a head of hair. But yep. however, mm-hmm. uh, I then had a hair transplant. Mm-hmm. And then I had a top up about six, seven years later when I was early yeah. 50s, and you can't tell. Um, and the hair they transplant is the one on the side of your head um, above your ears, and apparently that doesn't fall out. Right. And I'm six. I'm 60, and apart from family, I, I, I've told a lot of people I've had a transplant, and they go, really? So right. The pill works, and the, a good transplant is good, not the old does blood it, ones where you look like a, a does it? Does it still yeah. grow? You know when you transplant it, so you put it, take it from just above the ears and you whack it on top, does it does it still grow, or is it just uh, you've got to wait until it gets to the right length before you transplant it? No, it grows. Look at it. It grows. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Okay. So the hair they take from above your ears and stick on the uh, bit up top that was struggling, mm. that starts growing again. You know that the hair at the back of your head that goes around to yeah. above your ears? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that, that continues to grow. Mm. So even when you go bald, that continues to grow. And the reason men lose hair, gentlemen, is mm. the bald guys have got a very high testosterone level. Oh, thank you. Well, that's, thank that's, you. That's, that's there you of... go. That's why mine's so the, falling out. The baldies are the randy ones. Um, uh, yeah, so if you've got a full head of hair, well, then generally your testosterone is a little bit lower. Oh, right. Oi, well, okay. see, there's the, you, the, you've got a give and take in this lot. It's a bonus. You, you might lose on the swings, but you pick it up on the roundabouts. I'd rather pick it up on the roundabouts if well, that's the case. Well, some people, uh, and I'm not saying this of John, but some people feel better when they you know, catch a glimpse of themselves in a mirror or a window. When they got the Fred Astaire. Yeah, correct. And some well, people couldn't give a tinker's cast. The big problem I've got, because someone like yourself, you can just shave it. And you as a bald man, no problems whatsoever. Not exactly a nice, bald man. No, no, no I'm, just saying, I'm just saying if you did. Oh, sorry. Because yes, you've got okay. the nice tan, oh, you've got the good you. skin and all that. Mm. I'm pasty white with an oversized melon. Oh. That, 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 that does not look good bald. It's not good. But have you bald. ever seen yourself bald? Oh, close to bald. Okay, Ronna. It's not pleasant. Well, certainly to my uh, to my own eye. Mm. Well, that's important. Mm. So the question I was going to ask, it all started with Tom Brady. It yet does. again. Who is next? Who's the next generational global LeBron. superstar that so we're going to say goodbye to? LeBron. It's a simple answer. Well, how many? Well, well is it? Uh, within the next two or three years. Who's next? Yeah, he's next. Next two or three. Oh, so he's thirty-eight, I think. Cristiano Ronaldo, he'll still be around. Be, like, is uh, is Messi, is Messi going past Ronaldo? Look, 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 the top of the tree, the 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 name and the face of right. that sport. No, you're right. Messi's right there. Probably Messi, I reckon, would be. So, well, or Ronaldo. Both. It probably is LeBron, much isn't for it? Much. If there's somebody else we've missed, give us a call. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven six seven on the forty wings temper text. If you got somebody other than LeBron, Rafa. Yeah, well, Roger Rafa. Roger was the man. He's sort of taken the gloss off a little because he was the first to go of the big three. Yeah. So the next one around, he'll, yeah, they'll still get those Yeah, really Rafa will still get the big Big, but maybe not quite as much, do you think? Should he give it away? No, he shouldn't. No. No, keep going as long as you can. Yeah, right. Why not? Well, Roger could have. 
Oh, Roger, I think it, it, it got to the day where the body was just not holding up, and, and Rafa's in a similar situation. I don't know. Do you believe, speaking of so we'll take your calls on that mm. if you've got a nomination. We'll throw it. I'm going to ask you on the other side of the break, this revelation from Craig Tyler with the boys on Sports Day last night, mm-hmm. confirming, I don't know how he, whether he got the X-ray or not, but confirming that tear in Novak's hand. Three centimetres. I'm going to ask you about that on the other side of the break. It's already 23 past three. I can't believe. No, no, I cannot believe that. I don't know where the time's gone. We're here for Berwick BMW. Start your year in a new BMW. The Series 7 Series, mm-hmm. they have to be soon to be believed. Uh, and Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets your freedom to move. Yeah, take that. Don't worry about that. Hey, big show today. Bobby Kuchenmeister is going to join us. A 82-year-old man who uh, won a harness racing event. Won a race against all the open agents mm. at Melton, which is the Flemington of harness racing here in Victoria, last Saturday night. He had experience on his side, Andy. <laughs> no question about that. Going to be part of the Summer of Glory, the AG Hunter Cup weekend, one of the great celebrations of harness racing in Victoria this Friday and Saturday. Bobby Kuchenmeister will be going around again. He's going to join us. Thomas Yassim is going to join us. His kid... Now, the Super Bowl yeah. is on, not Monday coming, but the Monday after, and we'll be there, of course, covering it. Jared Whateley doing his thing, and he'll be doing it magnificently, as he does every single year. There'll be a couple of – well, certainly one Australian playing in it, Jordan Mylata, for the defensive operator for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Depending on Aaron Sipos, who now claims that he is 100% ready fit and able, ready for selection, they may not pick him. Well, he stick- missed the last four games, yeah. I think. And they're quite happy with the other bloke, Philadelphia. Oh, Sipoff was um, doing some special things, though. He's going all right. Mm. But the other bloke's been going very well in Sipoff's absence. So Tough decision. That's right. We may have two Australians playing in the Super Bowl, which mm. is, when you think about it, think about where we were 20 years ago. Mm. It's quite amazing. It is. Now, this most of our players are ex- who have played in the uh, NFL exist in uh, kicking roles, obviously punting, or occasionally in a defensive role. We've had one or two of those in those positions. Mm-hmm. There's a kid out of Sydney called Thomas Yassim who's playing for the University of Utah. The Utes. Is that their name, is it? Utah their Utes. Okay. He's in Pac-12. His, he's about to go into his senior year. I don't mm-hmm. think he's nominating for the draft this year, so he wants to finish his university mm. degree over there. Playing as a tight end. Yeah. Now, that is one of the premier... Important positions. ...positions mm. on a NFL roster. Mm. Kid is 6'5". Uh, and 251 pounds. He's the ideal. Now, he's never played until he got over to Utah. He came out of a rugby background. And he's just played his, what's the second last year? Junior. Junior year. Hmm. Everyone's talking about him. Yep. Every, the, the leap from where he was mm-hmm. to where he is now has been so substantial that he's now starting to get recognized and noticed by, yeah. interna- by national scouts and they're all starting to talk about him. So next year is going to be huge for him mm-hmm. if he has any hope of turning pro after that. Mm. Obviously, he's going to join us on the show. Lauren Jackson's going to join us as well as they oh, try and – The superstar. Well, she is. She revealed last night on the front bar, great to have her on. Mm-hmm. She's playing with a Liz Frank injury. That's him. That's uh, an ankle injury? Foot. Foot. The Liz Frank on the foot. Like yeah. that's. That's, is that the high ankle sprain? That's the Liz Frank, isn't it? No, well, I think there actually is a bone break oh, in there. Oh, that's the one. It's the, mm. the syndesmosis of the high ankle sprain. Yeah. Liz Frank's the bone in the foot. Correct. Uh, she's going to need surgery at the end of the season. There's 11 games to go. And based on what she said last night, she'll um, we'll ask her about it again in about half an mm. hour, obviously. But she fully intends to play the rest of the season. Mm. Do you believe the re- – so she'll be joining us out of four. Mm-hmm. Do you believe the revelations that have been confirmed – Without evidence, but confirmed by Craig Tiley, 
that Novak Djokovic played the entire Australian Open with a three centimetre tear yep. in his hamstring. That's a sizable tear when you can when it comes to the hamstring in particular. Like anywhere, any muscle that you've torn by three centimetres. Hamstring, three now, centimetres. A lot of uh, Matthew Richardson doesn't believe it. No, he, well, certainly his feedback on Twitter was he was a non-believer. Now I, I find it very hard to believe. That's for sure. And he, he was running around, and the improvement that he got from a three centimetre tear to where. He was playing at the end of the tournament. It was a remarkable healing process that he went through. So I don't – I have no doubt, though, that he was sore. But a three-centimetre tear, maybe the terminology we've got a little mixed up three with. Three-centimetre tear. Yeah. No, no. That's a Djokovic lot. said it and Tylee has confirmed it with the boys on Sports right, Day okay. last night. Well, that's substantial. Do you believe it? I guess we are. Have you to. calling BS on this or are you believing it? Given the way that he played, it's hard to think that you could play with a three, like he did with a three centimeter tear. But the fact that he's a champion and he's able to power through and dig deep, uh, why should we doubt it? Okay. Well, no problems Do at all. Do you believe it? I've never had a torn hamstring, so oh, I don't know. Debilitating. Well, <laughs> and it's, a lot of it depends on we where the tear is as well. We didn't well drop a set, mate. Was it a high hamstring? Down well, we understand the, the high is particularly bad. Is it the middle? You could. And so there, there are other issues that need to come in before you're going to make that assessment. But in general terms, if you've got a three centimeter tear in your hamstring, that you're going to feel the effects. That of will that. that will limit you. Well, you'll so certainly you... feel the the effects. Okay, mm. so you're not doubting it. Uh, uh, no, I, why would they lie about that? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, let's get to the newsroom. Hey, Mike, don't go anywhere. We're going to get to your call on the other side of the latest from the newsroom. We're here for Berwick BMW. Start your year in a new Beamer and Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Well, Tom Brady might be asking himself those sorts of questions in a real moment of sort of retrospection and thinking about his life and where he's, where it's all led him to. Would not have changed a thing, which is a great way to retire. If you've got zero regrets and you wouldn't change a thing, and why would you if you've got seven rings to your name? Mm. Uh, plus, it's easy to do when you're signing on to, what was it, a $525 million? It's a lot of money, uh, to be, yeah. Media contract? Mm. Mm. A lot of money. 500 and something million. Yeah. It's 30 million a year US. That with the uh, Fox... Network, I think it I is. I believe it is. Yeah. That is a lot That's of loot. That's a lot of loot. So yeah. it sort of softens the blow of not getting your, uh, what, what was he on, 40 million or yeah, something? Yeah, no, he's, he's not, he doesn't want for money. I wouldn't have thought so. No. Well, he's gone through a, a separation. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Seems to have come out of that okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's in Geelong. Uh, good afternoon to you, Michael. G'day, boys. Good to hear you back on the radio. Uh, Thank you, Michael. Good to hear your voice, Mike. Hey, I've just got a name that might come up in retirement over the next 12 to 24 months. It'll be Tiger Woods. I think he might just be about cooked. That is a good one. Now, that is a great, he's great sort of in, is he, do you reckon? Do you reckon he's sort of in that semi-retired state even as we speak? Do you, do you reckon, Mike? I think, yeah, definitely. I think he's just playing... Enough tournaments just to be around and still in the picture, but not, um, yeah, putting in the, the big, long, long Yeah, days, Very good call Mike, by you, Mike. That is a very good call. And for your efforts, I'm going to give you a, a Signet, Net, Signet Boost Power Bank. It's valued at $59.95, if you don't mind. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. Have you been 24 following? 24 hours a, a day. day. Have you been following? Mm-hmm. 
uh, the whole Tiger and his son stuff. Oh, like, I watched the tournament he was in. All the stuff they're putting out on social media. How their body language. Yeah, and, and they're doing press conferences together. Yeah. And the way Tiger is just lapping up and loving his kid, having yes. this early moment in the sun. Yes. To just and he's the way kid the way his kid carries himself mm. and just the absolute and I there's no pushy pushy dad about this mm. this you can just tell sometimes yep from a million miles away this kid just wants to be like his old man this kid wants to play golf he wants to be he just wants to mimic all the mannerisms well, is he mimicking or is it just part of the DNA well he watched he's clearly watched his old man a lot that is true but you know do you shoot the same way that Lindsay shot was it in your DNA? I can't remember. Well, that's right. He, well, you don't know. But he's he but this a kid, mighty fine shooter. He's watched a lot of tape of the old man play golf. He has. You're right. Of course he has. But And he's also been out in the practice range with him clearly for many an hour. The kid can play. Outright. It is one of the purest golf swings you'll ever want to see. Already winning junior tournaments like his old man did. Mm. The old man went 130 and 0 one year in a junior year. He ain't doing that. I can't imagine the young <laughs> young Tigers uh, going to do that. Amazing. Hey, experience Super Bowl 57 at the Sporting Globe too. You know he had, in that tournament, SEN's he, official sports bar, his Sporting son, Globe. His son got uh, uh, probably should let me read that out without talking out. Uh, my top, bad. Do you want to go again? Experience Super Bowl 57 at the Sporting Globe, SEN's official sports bar. Right. Because he rolled his ankle in that tournament, and even when he was crook and he was limping. He looked like his old man in uh, that, did, that when he won the when he won US that, Open um, or whatever it was. I think it was was it the Masters when he had the limp home with the back as the, the last two rounds was it US Open or it the Masters? The US Open. Oh, I could be wrong. Well, anyway, yeah, one of them. It was one of them. Nah, heroic stuff. Great. And he had the, just all the mannerisms. No doubt about as it. As you'd expect. That's right. We here for Merrick BMW State Year and a new Boomer and Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. It is the tradies hour for Ace Gutters. Australia may build to last. It's already spoken about the fact that there might be a couple of Australians, certainly going to be one, maybe two Australian players playing in the uh, Super Bowl Monday week. One mm. is in a, in a defensive position, the other is a punter, which are the positions that Australians have been making their way into the NFL. But... If Thomas Yasmin's career keeps going, the kid out of Sydney who's playing for the University of Utah as an absolutely emergent tight end, mm. we might have an Australian featuring in one of the real elite positions of the NFL if the trajectory continues. Thomas Yasmin, who's had an unbelievable year over at Utah, has been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, Thomas, thanks for joining us. Mate, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Of all Good of them, with, with the, the kind of a late arrival to American football out of rugby, which is the game you were playing as a kid, how focused are you now on the prospect that you might actually be able to turn this into a professional career? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, you always fantasise the idea, like from when you get here, first few years of college. But no, definitely these past, I mean, even six months, it's uh, it's definitely kicked up a notch and... Um, no, it's it's pretty much the most focal point of where I'm at right now. Hey, Thomas, uh, Andrew Gay's here, and congratulations on all you've been able to achieve so far. How did you get the bug? Did the NFL, did the, the Utah Utes, did they come looking for you, or did you go looking for them? Yeah, it was uh, actually, so I initially um, got recruited by a coach from Hawaii, University of Hawaii, I happened to be in Sydney and uh, one of the guys came and watched a footy game when I was playing uh, just at Scott's and um, yeah, uh, started speaking to him, uh, sort of went down, spoke to them at uh, just at Hills Latham Park down in Maroubra in, uh, in Sydney 
And uh, yes, spoke to him and, you know, they sort of connected with all the coaches and once one player gets recruited from somewhere, sort of word of mouth from there. And then one thing led to another, started getting recruited by a few schools and yeah, ended up going with uh, Utah. Now you with a mighty fine program. And uh, what about positionally when you went over there? Was it were you learning the game and picking it up? How did they decide what position you'd be best suited to? Yeah, they bounced me around between a few positions: um, receiver, then tight end, then to defensive end, then back to the tight end. And I, I felt like I kind of had my best fit at tight end. Um, but I mean, in terms of learning the game, it it's been a long road. It took, it took me a good few years just to get out on the field, really. And I mean, even just this last year was sort of my real first taste of you know big time action so no it, it's been a long process but i mean i've enjoyed every moment of it so 13 mm. catches 301 yards six touchdowns this year one of those touchdowns came in the rose bowl oh. against penn state which is Mark a really cele- uh, absolutely celebrated game what how did that when, when did you feel the penny was starting to drop thomas um i think i think week uh, week four against Arizona State um, was sort of my first. Uh, unfortunately, one of our star players, Brent Keithy, um, went down and they chucked me in there. Hmm. It was next man up sort of thing. And uh, I think it was my third or fourth play in there. Quarterback just threw it to me. I had a just a quick route over the top and sort of went 72 yards downfield. <laughs> and that was, I was, I was kind of like, that's okay, awesome. I think I can do this. And yeah, I think, and I sort of tried to not look back. That's great. Uh, that is great. And one thing about uh, college football in particular, how incredibly well supported they are. Before the game, during the game, after the game, you're, you're playing in front of eighty to 100,000 people a lot of the time. When you're actually out on the field, do you, do you, do you realise that the support that you're getting is, is an impact or are you so focused on the game? Oh, yeah, the sport's unreal, but um, no, it's funny. When that whistle blows, I mean, you get tunnel vision, you're you're locked in, but, uh, I mean, in between plays or, like, you know, you're on the sidelines, you'll, you'll take a look at the crowd and it's just, I mean, it's 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 a controlled mess. Like, it's going crazy, but they're all going crazy together. And, no, nah, it's unreal. But, yeah, when you're in between those white lines and, and the whistle's going, yeah, you, you're locked in. It, it just blows out. You kind of get that tunnel vision. Talking to Thomas Yasmin, Australian kid, obviously out of Sydney, who's playing for the University of Utah and making some significant inroads in the position of tight end. So, so you told us at the start of the interview, Thomas, that you know that is your that's your focus now. You want to get to the pros, and mm. that's what you're looking at, and continue on the trajectory. Around. How do you know whether you're being seen? Um, it, it's kind of hard in college how like the whole system works. Uh, I mean, no one. Like NFL scouts and coaches and that, they can't obviously directly talk to you. So it's just sort of, you know, what you see going around and they sort of work directly with the coaches and, you know, you have personnel on the team that kind of tell you and give you ideas where you're at. But, I mean, there's nothing explicit, but you can kind of get a sense of a feel and um, when you're getting reached out. But even just like, you know, if you're getting reported on, getting covered yeah. in the media, yeah. sort of like the only real gauge you can kind of get. But... 
um, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of it, really. Do you, do you kind of have to to sell yourself? Because one of the things we do notice, uh, and this probably a cultural difference more than anything, uh, the American lads they don't mind telling you how good they are. <laughs> uh, in order to get that attention, <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you feel like you've you've got to buy into that a little bit? Yeah, it's definitely uh, <laughs> it's a lot more Zane, but no, it's a, it's a bit different. Um, the culture, it's it's pretty funny, especially coming from like you know schoolboy rugby and then going over. It's American football. I mean, when you're at practice, you're with the coaches. It's very uh, they're very military esque, you know. Mm. Everything's as you go, and then um, yeah, social media. I mean, it's, I, I give a lot of uh, a lot of heat to a lot of my teammates, but. They love to put themselves out there, you know. A lot of things that you probably wouldn't see a couple of your rugby mates putting up on social media, but they're they're not they're not afraid to you know sell themselves online. That's for sure. And and what about within the team? Because it's a a large large number of players. Do you do you know all your teammates' names? Oh yeah, you uh, you're spending. I mean, you're pretty much there eight hours a day, five days a week, six days a week sometimes. Wow, and yeah, you see these guys back and forth. I mean, by the end of the week, you feel like you've known these guys for months on end. So, and it's good. I mean, uh, I've got other Aussie on the team, Jack Bomeister too. So, you know, him and I stick around as well. So, no, it's good. Good group of lads on there. Do you think it helps that you are Australian? Uh, in what aspect? Oh, getting noticed. <laughs> like your story... You know, no, not off the field, Gazy. He's just banging on the he, real he, hardcore he, Aussie if accent. You go and have, over a, there. have a look at Thomas Yasmin. He's going okay off the field. <laughs> I don't think there's any issues with any of that. But in terms of your story, like in terms of getting noticed, you know, there, it is such a dog eat dog, and they're all, everybody's, you know, heading to this, wants to head to the same direction. But do you think the fact that you come from, you know, a, a, a vastly different, um, kind of pathway, do you, do you think that might help you? Yeah, I think um, definitely in terms of coverage, you know, like uh, just even with media, especially in Australia, it helps get my name out. I mean, it's not a particularly common story. So, no, it's good in that aspect to sort of get my name out more, get a little bit of extra coverage. It's more of a unique story. So, yeah, it definitely helps. Mm. So what a massive year coming up for you, mate. It's a, it's a great story. Uh, a, a, a colleague of mine at Channel 7 Cricket, Erin Holland, told me about your story and she knows your dad really well and uh, we're going to follow your journey now uh, mm. every step of the way, mate. Uh, hopefully you don't mind if we badger you from time to time and uh, have a chat to you about how it's all playing out, but hopefully you get to chase that dream all the way to its very end, mate, and you get to do what you want to do. Thanks for coming on and yeah. good luck with everything. Hey, when do you, when do you head back? Uh, next time I'll be back home, Sydney. I'll be back for the month of May. So looking forward to that. Right, good yeah, man. good man. Good luck. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for having me. All this. Thomas Yasmin, Australian kid out of Sydney. Elite level rugby player as a kid. He was heading in all the right directions mm. as a rugby player. Turned his back on that. Wanted to do this. And he's got a big, big 12 mm. months in front of him. Great to have you with us. It's uh, Thursday afternoon, the second day of February 2023. John Kane Arena this Saturday. Record crowd in the offing as the Flyers take on the Flames. We are right behind it. Let's uh, get a new a new attendance record for the WNBL. Whatever the number ends up being, mm-hmm. 7,942, 8,361, mm-hmm. 11,427, whatever the number is, yep. 100% of them, will be there partially 
to see Lauren Jackson. That is a given. And as revealed last night, or not revealed, I think we all knew that she had a problem with her foot, but she discussed it last night on the front bar in no uncertain terms. Incredible. Liz Frank issue Lauren Jackson is carrying into that game and through the rest of the season, which is absolutely remarkable. It's outrageous. But she's going to do it nonetheless, and she's been good enough to join us. Hey, hey, but just before you yeah. carry on any further, Hello. You, it has not impeded her in any way. She is still putting on a very spectacular show, and it's going to be there for everyone to see on Saturday night. Andy. She's a warrior legend. It's not like she's hobbling around. She's a warrior legend. Correct. And she joins us on the show. Lauren, thank you uh, for spending more time with us. We appreciate your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me again. Um, hey, just before we get into the, the, the serious stuff, uh, Loz, how do, how was it last night on the show? Did Andy look after you? Did, oh, oh, did Mick and Pang? How how was their behaviour? Um, it was funny because a lot of people were like, "How did you go? What did you think?" And I was like, "They literally just took." the mickey out of me for um, 15 minutes, which was perfectly fine. I don't mind it. I don't take myself too seriously, but that was, no, that was fun. It was Lauren, I was fully respectful. I didn't respect- see that. I, that was is disres- I was enormously respectful. Malloy, you mate. Were, you were. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, it was fun. Those who didn't see it last night and who are listening to you now, and I know you're going to, I don't know you at all, but I imagine that you're the sort of person who is going to get very sick and tired very quickly of people asking you about your foot. So yeah. uh, t- just yeah. for, for those who, you know, obviously know who you are and are interested in what you're doing and, you know, conscious of what's taking place on Saturday night, how, how is it? How debilitating is the injury that you're carrying at the moment? Oh, look, I mean, it's, you know, it's a broken bone, so it's a little bit sore. Um, but the the thing is that, it's probably a blessing in disguise. I didn't find out straight away that it was broken. I thought it was arthritis. So in my head, you know, back in December, I was like, well, it's painful, but I only have one option here. I either play or I don't play. You know what I mean? So, and I either get through it. And I, so I sort of worked it through in my head. Um, and then, yeah, I got out there and started playing. And then I found out it was broken and I had some ligament damage and stuff like that. So, I'd actually played like five or six games on it, um, and yeah, until I found out it was broken. And then now it's sort of like, well, I've played on it. I've got that confidence. I know I can sort of get through that pain barrier as is. I mean, obviously, if it starts getting worse and stuff, then I'll have to reevaluate it. But um, you know, right now I'm just trying to get through the season. Well, so you've had uh, yeah half a knee replaced. You've had a few kids. You've been retired for a long period of time. Now you've got a broken, busted up foot. When you think of this, we all have a love of the game, but now that you, you, you're you're right in the thick of it, are you starting to think what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> I have been thinking that for the last eight months, I reckon. I've been like, how did I get to this point? You know, and it's, look, I, I did sign with the WNBL. I signed with Southside Flyers and I don't want to let them down. And I, I really feel like they're better with me on the court than off the court. Oh, yeah. And um, and that's, I don't, I just don't want to let anyone down, you know, and I just want to get through this season the best I can and then I'll reevaluate it all then. Um you know, obviously I'll take some time off at the end of the season, get it fixed and sort sort myself out. But right now I just want to help them win and I'll do whatever I can, you know? Yeah. So last one on the injury for me. On the court, so you played that, you know, a handful of games now that, you know, now that you know what it is. So, so you've got, 
you've got, as you said, the confidence that you can continue to play through it. In in game, in in game, when it catches and when what, what's what's the experience that you go through? What what's the physical experience you go through when you know you land in the wrong spot or you have to twist or you whenever it aggravates it at its worst? Oh, look, there's been moments where I've broken down for sure. And that's, you know, it's not easy for my teammates and stuff, but like, you know, even against Adelaide, I, I fell over, I rolled, I fell over, my foot rolled and stuff. And I mean, it took me a good sort of 10 minutes to compose myself. I was subbed straight out. And look, everyone's aware of it. So the coach, Cheryl Chambers, she's, you know, so careful with me and they subbed me out, you know, ask me if I'm okay, and then you know, it's more just about composing myself and then figuring out if I'm okay to go back on. But right. it's just one of those things where, like, I've made a decision, I've made a commitment, and, um, like, I know I can play through it, so so I'm just trying to, you know. And the fact that you don't like letting people down, which you don't, by the way, I mean, it's kind of... Never. That's, it's part of the reason for your greatness is because you feel this uh, obligation and you, you try to set the standards uh, so high, as high as you possibly can. Again, whether you like it or not, all eyes are going to be on you uh, on Saturday night in this uh, wonderful spectacle that we're hopefully going to see. Do you, do you feel the pressure? Um, you know, I hadn't thought too much about it until today and there's been a fair bit of media and, you know, excitement around the team today. And I mean, I do a little bit, but I'm also really aware of what my limitations are at the moment. So I know I can only go out and give what I've got. Like, I know I'm not going to be amazing and, you know, doing all the things that ideally I would love to be doing, but, um, I know that I can go out there and help my teammates win a game, you know, in front of however many Melbourne people that, you know, are going to come out and support us. And, you know, and also, too, I'm just going to celebrate the evening. I think it's going to be one of those nights where, um, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. But for me, I'm going to have so many of my family and friends and, and people that I really love there. And. It's just a celebration of our game, you know, yeah. and it's exciting. Well, we're talking to Lauren Jackson, obviously. So, so you retired in 16 and you've come back this year. What are your observations of the WNBL? The quality of basketball being played, the depth of player talent. Is it, yeah. is it from the league that you left seven years ago to the one you've come back into? Yeah, look, I, I don't think the WNBL has ever had a problem with, you know, talent. I think we've always had an abundance of um, female basketball talent you know in this country and I think it's been more around the the off-court product what we're um putting on you know the show that we're putting on so to yeah, speak and yeah. I think um being able to play a game at John Kane Arena um in front of a, a crowd that we're going to have is it's going to be a spectacle for our sport and I think it's one that you know will continue to drive the sport forward I think that it was time for something like this to happen um, I'm re- I'm so fortunate to be a part of that, and I'm really excited about it. But I think um, off the back of the World Cup and the momentum that we've had moving forward, the crowds are up, people are coming out to watch us and support us, and that visibility is really high at the moment. So it's great that we're capitalising on that, and and the product is good. Mm. Yeah, and we've got to also mention. I think it's only fair to to, to for why these things are possible. You've got, with Jerry Ryan, with what he does for sport in general, but in particular with women's sport and the WNBL, uh, this Mm. is not happening unless he puts his mind and resources to it. It's How active is he around the club and what he does? Oh, look, Jerry has been, um, for my whole career, you know, a very... um, 
strong presence, you know, in our sport and a driver of the women's game. You know, he's he's sponsored the Opals. He's been a part of the Opals. And obviously, Daddy Long Range is in our south side for a long time. And I think this is another great reason why celebrating here with Southside in Melbourne is, is so important because we get to highlight the work that he's done to really push our sport forward. And without men like him um, pushing basketball and women's sport forward, um, you know, it, it'd be very hard to be where we are today. So... It's um it's really exciting that we get to celebrate that with him. Um and yeah, just go out there and have some fun. No, he's a terrific contributor and uh, can't speak more highly of what he's been able to do. Uh, also, it was just, uh, I read today that one of your Opals teammates, Kayla George, has just signed with Los, the Las uh, Vegas Aces. This yeah, is, I, th- I can't remember, probably five or six years ago, I think she would have been in the WNBA. Is this, I mean, she had a great World Cup uh, series as well. Uh, what do you make of this? Oh, I think it's incredible. Um, you know, I think having as many players as we can over there playing in the WNBA is, is such a great thing. But I think for Kayla, you know, it's a testament to the last sort of two years that she's had. She's had a great couple of years of basketball and off the back of the World Cup. She's playing great basketball, probably get MVP of our league, I reckon. Um, and yeah, she's going to be able to go out there and play with one of the best teams in the league. Mm. Sandy Bordello in New York just picked up Brianna Stewart in the WNBA, so it's going to be sort of, right. I think, the tale of two teams um, over in America, and, you know, there's going to be an Australian presence in both, which is really exciting. What does it say about um, the view that elite-level professional female athletes have about the sport and the fact that they can have a life, you can go and have a baby, you can, you know, but, but then it doesn't. that doesn't mean... Did you have to close the drawer on your professional basketball yeah. sporting aspirations anymore? It's what what is that? What yeah. you know, your story and, and Kayla's and, and others. What what should we the rest of us be taking out of that, do you think? Well, I think it's a fairly, you know, recent sort of thing to be happening. Like I think a lot of you know, back in the well, you know, Cheryl Swoops, Tina Thompson, they all had children very young and then came back and played WNBA. Um, it hasn't happened here because the support and the pregnancy policies and things like that haven't been that great. Um, for me, coming back this year, Jerry Ryan and Southside Flyers made it so that I would be able to travel with my kids and have my kids around the team um, and get support wherever I needed it. And I think having those resources behind you makes it a whole lot easier for people like myself, people like Kayla, um, Abby, uh, Carly on our team as well as a little baby boy, um, for us to be able to go out there and play the sport that we love and continue to compete with children um, as they grow up. So it's awesome. Um, and look, too, they say that women come back a lot stronger after having children yeah. um, as well. So it's it makes sense. Um, and as a mum of two little boys, it's you need to have support around you. If we didn't have owners that really cared about our well-being and our families um, and who we are off the court, we wouldn't be able to do it. We saw how important it was, you know, in the AFLW, I don't know how much notice you took of the Daisy Pierce story in Melbourne and what they were able to do in the most recent AFLW season, Lauren. But in terms of, but and her story became such a, and her family, mm. the shared journey that the family had with the team became such a part of their story. In terms of the building of a team culture and the relationship between the players, I would imagine somewhere in there, um, you know, having access to players and teammates' families actually helps yeah. build that culture. I think it does. Um, you know, like, 
there's two mindsets, right? I mean, for me, before I had children, it would it might have been a little bit distracting yeah, for me, yeah, uh, but that's yeah. just who I was as an <laughs> yeah, athlete. Yeah. Um, you know, I was quite selfish, and it's not until you get a bit older and you realise, like for me, I couldn't have done it this year without having my kids around and having my teammates embrace my children um, and having the team embrace my children as well. And, I mean, obviously I've changed a lot since, you know, back in the day, but... For, for us as women, I think, you know, it's it's beautiful to be able to share those moments with our kids and, and also with our teammates who, you know, they've just been so incredible with my kids. I mean, they've both had birthdays and the girls are just so supportive and they just want to play with them all the time. And it does lighten things up. Like Harry was on the bench one game and started crying because I was playing bad, you know. And it's those moments and started yelling at me because I was playing bad. And it's those moments that just make you go, right, okay, this is reality right here. Well, this is, this so, is, I don't know what it was like with your kids, Gazi, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I grew up watching footy was the, and you, there are so many stories. The game is littered mm. with the, the children of men who have played, you know, footy at the elite level, Aussie rules, Lauren, uh, who have been in the rooms. They've been down mm. at training. They've been in the recovery sessions. They've been kicking footies yeah. before training started on, on, on training days. And that was where the, the fires were lit for mm. those kids. Mm. And, you know, you, you spoke yeah. last night about your mum and dad, both elite-level basketball. So you, But this is where these stories sometimes get their the, the, the seed is planted. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think for my boys, what I love the most is how they see these relationships develop and form and like that team culture and being around people who train and work so hard. And I think too, you know, we talk about getting kids out and getting them active and things like that. For me, it's just about getting my kids involved in sport early so they learn to love it, they learn to understand it and they learn to value it the way that I do. Um, And then, you know, if they don't want to play in the future, that's fine too. But I know that they'll develop life skills, you know, from being around the teams and seeing the things that we do. And how are they going? Are, are they, do, you, do you see the signs that they're developing a bit of a, a passion for the game? Uh, my eldest is definitely. Harry's, um, you know, he knows everything about everyone. He's already into statistics. He knows numbers. He knows the Love ladder it. and the draw. And Love Yeah, it. he's all over it. Like, he just, um, he even wants a pair of your shoes, Gazy. Hello. Oh, hello. Get a Jackson into a no, pair no, of your shoes. No problem. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Make sure, hey, Lauren, you want to just have a little, get your management to have a little chat to Andrew before you put his shoes on your children. All right, that's the only thing I would be, because oh, there will be a bounce, there will be a bounce off a Jackson wearing some gazes that you are not able yeah. to deal with. And I think there needs a little bit of something little, coming back no, your no, way, no, Lauren. I know, right, I know, right. right. Well, I don't think you'll be too happy about that. <laughs> that's, oh, that's a good yeah, point, we'll yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, thanks for coming on. Uh, what, good luck. Yeah, what yeah, you're doing, yeah. what you're doing yeah. is remarkable. Anyway, well, we, mm. you know, back at 41, you know, the 30 in the gold in the bronze medal, game, all of that, and back in the WNBL. But to be doing it with a busted foot, and we've we know enough about yeah. the word Liz Frank. I mean, that has been a hell mm. of a thing uh, for a lot of professional sports people to deal with. You're mm. playing through it, so um, yeah, that's yeah. not lost. Hey, on but anything. Andy, I will say this, Loz, uh, Liz Frank. Uh, knee, hmm. couple of kids. Or I personally, now I don't know. Lauren's obviously got a big part in this. I'm hoping that uh, LJ will be there in uh, what is it, fourteen or fifteen in Paris, just to help oh, us yeah, get. Are out of your mind? Keep, no, I'm not. Stay with it. You're out of your mind. I am not out Listen of my mind. Listen to you. Listen to you. <laughs> I'm not out. Hey, I'm, you can do it, Lars. Oh my God.
Laws, you well, can... If you come back as well, if you come back as well, maybe I'll think about it. How about that? Yeah, well, there's not that... Never, hey, by the way, when, when you said he's out of his mind, never has a truer word been spoken on this radio show. That is... That, but that's just generally speaking. He is. You have taught us that we can do things that no one else can do, whether that's your performance on the floor, whether it's the way in which you deal with the, the adversity along the way, the way in which you try and keep people happy beyond anyone's reasonable judgment uh, and expectation suggests to me that we just don't get the red texture out yet and put a cross through it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, mate. All right. I'm sure we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. Just leave the door a little bit open so the rest of us can imagine. If you, just it. let us dream, Lauren. That would be a great thing if you wouldn't mind. Uh, hey, uh, good no luck worries. on Saturday night and um, the rest yes. of the season. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys, catch us. Get on, your loss. Lauren Jackson, what a superstar. John Kane Arena, this Saturday, flies with the flame, 630. Mm. I said, could it be 11,000? Well, it can't be 11,000 because 9,000 mm. capacity. So there's a couple of tickets left behind. Uh, You've got to go get them. Ticket Tech? Mm. Is that where we go? Ticket Tech? Yeah, of course you do. 20 bucks. You can get in for 20 bucks. You've got to go. You've got to go. You've got to so, be. You've never seen this mm. woman play. And again, Andy, I... Go I, and see her. I repeat with uh, Jerry Ryan. Some other bloke said, thought I said someone else's name. But Jerry Ryan, he has... No, not the other Jerry. No, well, that's what he yeah, well, not obviously that wasn't listening no. properly. But what he's been able to do and the investment that he makes, not just whether it's the Storm or a whole bunch of different sports, but particularly with women's basketball, it is unbelievable. And unfortunately, wants no Ricky. No. I want him coming. We would love to have Jerry Doesn't Ryan come in here for an hour and talk about why and what and how. Mm. Um, but he don't want it. No. He don't want anyone talking about him. No, but we, deserve, we should be. Because oh, he should be on the $5 him. note. Get Charles there off. There you go. Get Jerry Ryan on. There you go. That's who should be on the $5 note. Stick a Jayco caravan on. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, let's get Lauren Jackson on one. Let's get Andrew Gaze on one. Oh. Now you're talking. <laughs> 22 past Gaze! four. <laughs> Gaze! Remarkable thing happened at Melton on uh, Saturday night. And the, the man we're about to speak about was the architect of it as he mm. sat in the sulky steering Leanne Leanne home at the, the home of Harness Racing here in Victoria. He will be in the sulky again this mm. weekend on one of the most amazing weekends of Harness Racing in Australia as we uh, enjoy the summer of glory with the AG Hunter Cup uh, to be run and won. Of course, we talk about Bob Kuchenmeister. The remarkable thing about what Bob Kuchermeister did, not just winning a race at Melton, but mm-hmm. he won it at the age of 82 years young. Great story. And Bob Kuchermeister has been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, Bob, thanks for coming on for a chat. That's okay. I had nothing better to do right now. <laughs> Beauty. <laughs> has the weather closed in with you, mate? It's hosing down oh, here in uh, South Bank. Big time. I was over... Uh, 30 k's away at my son's place, and it started to pull around. I said, God, i got these horses out with only light rugs on. Come home, they're all ringing wet, so I scraped them down, and we're ready to go. How long you been in the Cape before, Bob? I started at 30 years old. Um, got my first trotter at 30 years old. I got it as a hack, actually. Right. I, I could, couldn't get the thing to behave itself, and... <laughs> the old fellow that sold it to me, he said, uh, oh, look, I'll give you the papers for it. You might be able to get it to go better in a cart. Right. <laughs> so he loaned me some gear and away I went. And That's did, you, did you ever get the thing to go okay? 
Yeah, one a race in about 20 places, I think. Oh, nice. That's incredible. And at the age of 82, we talk about, uh, we just had Lauren Jackson on the line, we talk about motivation and, and staying up for the challenge. What is it about the caper that keeps you so uh, motivated to keep going at your age? Well, the fact that I can, I suppose. That's a good point. Um, yeah, really. I mean, I've had my share of bust-ups with them. I've got a couple of hip replacements and all from broken hips, you know. Uh, and a leg or two. No, one leg. One leg, not two. <laughs> um, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I sort of got over all that. And, and uh, I grew up with horses. I mean, I started on trotters at 30 after having nothing to do with horses for 11 years. But I grew up with horses, stock horses in the bush. And I sort of thought, well, I like horses. And I saw a trotting race. And that's what started it all. So, what as a as a uh, driver of a uh, of a harness mm. racer, Bob? Not not any other aspects of your life, but what what can't you do? What, what you started at thirty, at eighty two. What can't yeah. what you what can't you do now that you could do when you were thirty as a driver? Well, it's not a can't. I get out of shoeing. <laughs> right, okay, right. I get out yep. of shoeing. That's yep. all. Yep. But as a driver. No, I think I've always been a quite careful driver. I've never been wild or anything like that, I don't think. Mm. Uh, no, there's not much. I, I can judge another horse pretty well Yep. that's in the same race. You know, I can look across it and think I'm going to beat that thing. It's already off the bit <laughs> or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's just all... I don't know how many races I've driven. It must be getting close to a thousand, I suppose. Oh, mm. uh, I've only ever been a hobbyist. I've never been professional at it. Okay. Wow. And, and uh, what about the, the changes? Is there much uh, modernisation of it? Is there much difference from when you started when you were 30 to where it is now? Oh, goodness. How long have you got? Oh. <laughs> but, uh, I started off with horses. If they went to 16, they were going real good. <laughs> Uh, and they were trotting around in plowed paddocks with running rails, which were dangerous things. I went over them a couple of times. Um, and and heavy sort of near, well, no, I've got to admit I was in the vinyl harness just about when it came into vogue. Um, but I, my first lot of harness was heavy leather and, and carts that were rickety and wooden and used to break. And, <laughs> you know, things weren't all that good. Really? So, Bob, I remember growing up, and you were probably driving occasionally at the showgrounds. I remember growing up, you were to watch it too, Gazy. The Saturday night penthouse Bill club, Bill Collins or Ray Benson were calling mm. the races from out at the showgrounds back in the old days, and there were some champions. Yeah. Welcome Advice, mm. Hondo Grattan, Paleface Adios, uh, Pure Steel. I mean, champion, champion horses, and they were, they were huge. You, they were just big sporting figures. Did, what, was yeah. the, what was the best one you ever had or the best one you ever saw? Oh, well, being a trotting person, I, I've only ever won about three pacing races, I think. Right, okay. So um, Scotch Notch? Scotch Notch was a top liner, there's no doubt. She was very good. You know, she never matched it much with Mary's Idol, oh, but I don't know if there's a lot between them, really. Yeah. Who was the best so one I you ever had? Uh, Illawong Hand, by far. And wh- how far did that horse take you? He took me 17 wins, and I don't know how many places, about 25 or 30, uh, 180 
Yeah, he was a good horse. And you're going around this weekend. So, Leanne, Leanne, you, you held off the fast finishes last Saturday at Melton. I haven't looked at the form for Friday, Saturday. I don't know whether it's Friday or Saturday that you're um, saddling up again. Which, which, day, which day will we see Bob Kuchenmeister uh, racing on this weekend? Well, fr- Friday's a trotting night, and Saturday I don't think there's a trotting race on the program. I'm not sure. But it's mostly paces anyway. Okay. Um, so Friday night we're going around. Um, and as for looking at the form, well, I don't know. There's two or three horses there that are pretty good. So you've got to worry about them a bit. You give yourself a chance, though? I'd like to think she could run a place, given an equal chance. She's drawn four. She doesn't come out that fast, but she makes up for it once she gets going. And what hey, what do you do outside of when you're not on the horses? What do you what do you do? Well, not a lot really. I, I sort of I'm retired. I used to drive limos and taxis before that, and I was a radio operator for a taxi company till they brought in computers, and and the taxi times went bad. But um, yeah, that's I just muck around here, and I, I have a pet motor car which I spend a lot of time fixing and. Well, you're a legend, mate. You're a legend. Uh, 82 years of age, still mixing it with the very best in the caper uh, at the biggest uh, venue here in Victoria. We wish you well on Friday night, Bob, and um, it's been a joy to catch up with you and spend a few minutes with you this afternoon. Thanks for for joining us on the show. Well, thank you very much for thinking I'm that good. I'm not sure that I am, but you guys (laughs) think I'm that good. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Bob, we can pump anyone up. Don't worry about that. Bob Kuchenmeister. Yeah, <laughs> no, he deserves to be pumped no, up, I Andy. Hey, he's a humble champion, Andrew. That's right. And we are uh, enjoying it. In, indeed we are. Mm. Uh, Bob, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. Thank you very much good for having me. Bob good man, Bob. Who's going around again on the weekend. Booted home, Leanne. Leanne. 82. 82, mate. Just That's... stop and think. We're going to go to the newsroom. Just stop and think about that for a minute. What is that? Is that it, is it? What is that? It's a little sound effect. Yeah, Did you hear that? This is uh, the oh, Paul McCartney. Is it Beatles or Wings? <laughs> no, it's Wings. You're right. I think it's Wings. Oh, actually, what know. is that noise, though? I don't know. What are you no doing, Rod? You're crazy, man. Yeah, I know what they're doing. Hmm. Andrew's in Cheltenham. Um, it is hosing down here. Absolute. First time we've had proper rain. It is. For a long time. Pelting down. It is bucketing down. Be safe on the roads because they've been hot and now they get slippery and really greasy under these conditions. Is that a fact? Is that gen- humidity kicks in? Is that a tr- is that true? Is it? I don't know. Just after a bit of dry hot weather, the first rain they get slippery. Well, I think it's the rain that Are they brings about slippery? the humidity, and the humidity right. then on the roads. Uh-huh. Now I'm just making this up right. as I go, along. but like it does a... sound logical, doesn't it? No, 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 no. Well. It doesn't sound logical at when all. When it's humid on a on a indoor playing surface, mm-hmm. whatever sport you're playing, mm-hmm. humidity is bad news. That is true. We saw what it did to LeBron with his cramping. Well, the air conditioning, no, that wasn't the humidity. The air conditioning flared up and was on the fritz, and it got a bit warm in there. And LeBron got a cramp. I don't know why. And had eight men needing to carry him off the court. It's hurts. LeBron. Lauren Jackson has had manufactured knees, children. And he's playing with a broken Liz Frank. LeBron, have a look. So you're being stupid now. 
have a look, LeBron. You're being silly. <laughs> Andrew's in Cheltenham has jumped on the line. Good afternoon, you, Andrew. Hi, Andy and Gazy. Lots, lots of Andrews, too many Andrews. Nice. Never. So I've been down at I've been down at St Andrews Beach playing golf today. Delicious. And uh, went to the brewery afterwards, and the Bulldogs boys were down there having a, a nice drink after their pre-season. They've been down the peninsula as well, apparently this week. And I just wanted to ask your guys' perspective about how old is too old to be a fanboy and ask for a selfie? Because oh. I felt a bit weird asking these young 20-year-olds yes. for a photo with me, and I'm a Bulldogs fan. I know no. it just felt a bit weird. wonder what you felt about it. No, no, no. How, no, 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 no hang on, Andy. No, no, no. Because you have data. very little expertise. I just want to know how old Andrew oh. is. How old are you, Andrew? Uh, I'm 52. Right. Well, what a, you should never, ever... No matter how old you are, if they are the team you support and they are the people that you idolise, you should never, no matter what your age is, be embarrassed to go up and say, "Listen, can I, can I get a selfie? Uh, a selfie?" Because that is the ultimate sign of respect, and they should respect the fact that they want to, and it's a privilege on their behalf that you actually want to have a photo with them. And there's no age, none. There's no a timeline no, where you say, no, no, you're a bit too old for that sort of whatsoever. stuff? None whatsoever. No. So, so, Andrew, did you actually go and ask for a couple of selfies or not? Yes, I did. I was sitting near the bar, and each time uh, I got a photo with Cody, Coach yeah. Waitman, yes. and a photo with the Bond, and they were very great about it. Um, but, you know, they're, they're just young guys doing what they do and I enjoy what they do and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll do well this year. I think you're hey. probably the land of the giants down there. Did they look, uh, even in, 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 uh, on mass at the St Andrews Brewery, did they look gigantic? Because there's about, you've got about six or seven blokes who are about 200 centimetres and above down there this year. Well, uh, young Darcy was there and he's quite tall. It's quite tall. That's 6'10", isn't um, it? Yeah. Uh, no, they look good. They look good. like they're having Lovely. a good time. Hey, uh, Andrew, because you're down there, I assume it's a beautiful golf course down there. Superb golf course. Fantastic call. Thanks very much. For you. I'm going to give you 18 holes of golf for huh. you and a mate with a cart at uh, the beautiful Club Mandalay if you want to go have a hit down there. Delicious. Clubmandalay.com.au. And because you're such a good bloke, huh. a couple of drinks, and uh, I will throw you in a cart as well. There you go. Very nice work from you. I do. It is. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Mm. We are blessed in Victoria Mm. with the um, quality of golf course that we have access to. Mm. But that is a public golf course, St Andrews Beach. It is. Uh, It is a joke how good it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, It's very good. I played down there, I reckon, three weeks ago. Played a bit. uh, Unbelievably affordable too. For the quality oh, of golf course that you get to play in the prime time, oh, of course you're going to have to pay a premium during the summer holidays. Yeah, it's it's, it, but but it's well worth it. If you're mm. into your golf, it is absolutely well oh, worth I don't, it. Midweek in the off season, mm. about fifty bucks a round, eighteen holes of golf. That's four and a half, five hours worth of mm. entertainment. Ten bucks and less than ten bucks an hour. Five hours. That's a long day. You not doesn't take you five hours to go around. Depends. Four hours. Mm. Take your time. Yeah. Have a walk. Get out of the cart, stretch your legs. And the way you play too, lining up all your putts and stuff like your Seve Ballesteros. Oh, he never lined him up. He was all feel. You picked the wrong bloke. Well, you know what I mean.
I do. You just got the wrong bloke. Mm. Uh, we're going to get a break out of the way because Johnny from Brick Lane Brewing is going to tell we us uh, one, about hey, one, of, one of his products. On and the just side. a reminder, the quiz is coming up just oh, after yes. five. Straight just out of five. Just after five. Straight, straight out of five. Out of five. Everyone's going to have a crack because there was a lot of disappointed people last So what's, the, what's the format this year? Just quickly give us the format. We've got ten questions. You go through. If you answer the tenth question, you're a winner. However, I'm putting a little, a little kicker in here. Oh, okay. If you can answer five in a row correct and you don't get the tenth, a little something's going to come your oh, way. Oh, I see. You're a good man. There you go. That is very nice from you. I wonder what the kicker was going to be, and that's mm-hmm. a nice kicker. Mm. Good work. Talk beer. Hey, yeah, uh, hey, just before we go. Yeah, go on. I'm a fire, firefighter of 35 years, and we intend motor vehicle crashes. Gazy is 100% right. Mm-hmm. When there has been an extended dry weather spell mm. and rain causes wet roads, we have an explosion no, of crashes. I was just asking. Then you started throwing in the humidity stuff. Mm. I wanted to know whether that was fact, and I'm glad somebody who is well, in the caper uh, has confirmed that it is a fact and uh, hasn't mentioned humidity being part of it. No. no that Which you were throwing in as a spanner. No, well, well but I, the, humidity the point spanner. of what I was saying is 100% correct. And the 100. fact is... 100 that was a high-risk activity I just engaged in then because I didn't even read the text. I just saw Gazy's 100% right, <laughs> and I just started reading. Yeah, I'll you a lot of feedback about what causes a slipperiness after it's been raining, and the uh, the consistent theme is it's the oils coming from the asphalt. Oh, so a bit and of oil after, discharge. Yeah, yeah Ooh, and then uh, what happens a after a couple word, of days it? of rain, then it washes it away. Discharge. Mm. It's an unpleasant Oil word. from cars. That, you know, that just yeah, no, drops, drops out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. Mm. Uh, Johnny Selton doesn't care about any of that. No, oh, he, he may, he may, but he also cares about beer, and he's one yes. of the architects of the most beautiful beers that Brick Lane Brewing provide. Uh, and Johnny joins us with February underway, which means one thing for a lot of people. Hello, John. Hey, guys. How's it going, boys? Good, Mate, thanks, John. The old FebFast has caught on, John. There's a lot of it these days, and a lot of people commit to having a clean February, no alcohol intake, but it doesn't mean you can't have a beer. Yeah, spot on, spot on. Look, in the past, I'd be saying, uh, you know, you're taking the, the food out of the mouth of the brewer's uh, children, you know, by not drinking in February or July. But uh, it's not the case anymore. And, mm. you know, in fact, at Brick Lane, we're making a lot of low and no alcohol beer now. And um, you guys have probably noticed it. It's out there. It's even in um, service stations, in 7-Eleven. It's, you know, it's, it's out there everywhere now, low and no alcohol beer. It's quite amazing. It is. And uh, can you explain to me, I've read on some of them that it's like 0.5 or a really low alcohol, real, real low alcohol content. And it's basically regarded as non-alcoholic. Is that correct? Yeah, spot on. Look, in Australia, anything under 0.5% is considered alcohol free. And to tell you the truth, you buy some... Uh, you buy some fruit juices at the local supermarket and a lot of them would have probably around that much in them as well. So 0.5, you'd drown on it before you even got slightly tipsy. <laughs> what's the, John, I don't know whether it's, I don't know whether this is an easy answer to this question, but what's the technology that goes into brewing um, beers that are non-alcoholic? Yeah, look, uh, there's two main ways. One, you can make a beer the normal way and take the alcohol out. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, or you can do what we do at Brick Lane, and that's, you know, brew it in a very special way with special raw materials and and some really special yeast and not put it in there in the first place. So we've got a a kind of a philosophy here of not over-processing the beer, not being too much like mad scientists, doing it the traditional way. And we use a real special sort of lazy yeast that has 
all the develops all the flavour of normal beer, but mm. no ethanol, so it doesn't create the booze. And, wow. and would, would if someone like yourself and you didn't know and you were doing a a test, uh, the, the the taste might be different. But would you be able to? Would an expert be able to know that a these beers don't have alcohol in it? Yeah, look, the alcohol, it, it, they're getting pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, they certainly scratch the itch. You know, they, mm. they, they from a sensory perspective, they're pretty close nowadays, particularly, I reckon, some of the Brick Lane ones, some of our ones, some of the craft ones that are out there, because they're really flavorful. they got lots of hops. It's not like in the bad old days where, um, right. you know, they tasted like uh, wet cardboard or hollow or really watery. <laughs> yes. These are beers that are... That are you know they're full of flavour. Oh, that, that really helps. We've mm. got the sidewinders here that you've been. They are del- honestly, mate. I'm not saying this because we're talking here, but they're delicious. They are. Yeah, they're you. easy to drink and they are delicious, mate. So, uh, whatever you yeah. guys are doing in there, and there's uh, all the other brewers as well are doing the same sort of stuff. But the yeah. sidewinder coming out of Brick Lane is a very, very good uh, no alcohol option. No, thank you, mate. Yeah, we love it and we love making it and we find we ourselves cracking it more and more like in business meetings or before noon or things like that. So it, it increases the opportunity for drinking. But the other thing that I like about it is I'll often reach for a sidewinder and, and drink one of those instead of drinking a Coke or, a, you know, or, a, um, you know, yeah. a carbonated soft drink or mm. something like that. It's just a bit, bit lighter, a bit more refreshing. You know, not as many calories, you know, and um, and it feels like having a beer, but you're not. There's your there's your option for FebFast if you feel like it, but you don't want to, if you know what I mean. John Selton from Brick Lane Brewing telling us all about it. Good on you, mate. Thanks so much, guys. Six minutes to five. It's back in town, folks. 2023. Jump on. Don't worry, the world changes. It continues to turn and things mm. evolve and change and nothing stays the same. Well, the people, there, hmm. the people have spoken, Andy. There will always be a quiz. And uh, what I've done is I have listened. On the radio. And they wanted the opportunity for more people to have a chance rather than just two people. And In other That's words, happened. you lost control of your own quiz last year. You got <laughs> it too not. complicated. You I probably did. did some things that were a little bit uh, questionable towards the end of the year to make the, get the thing to a resolution. Well, I did You're lucky that. Those upstairs, mm. the carpet strollers upstairs mm. didn't hear about it. Well, let me and tell you. You're lucky that the broadcasting authorities didn't hear about it because you might have been in a bit of trouble. That is 100% incorrect. But what I have done is now providing the opportunity for more people to jump on. We've got 10 questions we're going to get through and we're going to try and whiz through them. If you answer the 10th no question whizzing. correctly, there's no whizzing going on. Okay, there'll be no whizzing. We're taking our time. The 10th question, if you get it correct, you're yeah, going to take no home a large number of prizes. Oh, in God. fact, three very significant ones. But, but, kicker, kicker alert, if you get five in a row, you're not, unlike other competitions, you're not going to go home empty-handed. Now, if you can't get five in a row, chin up, try again next week. But if you can get five in a row, a little prize, if you answer 10, so you might only have to just got to get lucky to okay. get number 10. Now, what's I, on offer? Just before, before you go any further, okay. can I, uh, I'm just going to throw something in there for you to consider. Yes. So first of all, get on the line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If anyone runs a table... Right. Extra kicker. I want you to give them, not not something here and now, something special, mm. but I want them to go into something later on. Or I want them to get something mm. that is beyond. I'll get you oh, yeah. on Eddie's one. show who oh, wants yeah. to be so, a millionaire. Yep, yeah, sweet one. If they've yep. done it again. Um, <laughs> okay. How can you get him on Eddie's show? I know Eddie. <laughs> I'm sure he, he loves SEN and he wants to uh, help right. us out. All right. Actually, I can't say that. I want someone to run the time. Do you think anyone... 
Do you I think anyone will run the table? They're, they're actually quite easy questions. Do you think someone will run the table? Actually, where are the questions? <laughs> oh, here they are. Okay. Well, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to have a crack at the quiz. Now, they're already oh, wow. jumping on, but the, the, more are going to jump on very soon when they hear this. You're going to pick up if you win the whole box and dice. That's answer question 10. Uh, a Signet Boost power bank valued over fifty nine ninety five. Magnificent. If you want to power your phone, tablet, earbuds, yeah, right, 24-7. 18 holes of golf for you and a mate. Uh, at the beautiful Club Mandalay, visit their, their uh, clubmandalay.com.au. Plus, now here's the big one, Andy. Are you listening? Here is the big one. These are all going to the person that answers questions. Well, they're 10. all good prizes. I hope well, you're this, gonna... Check this out. A new Wilson – well, I expect it to be new, <laughs> but it says a new Wilson shift. That's with an F, shift. Shift yeah. racket. I've been using, it's sh- actually one I've been using for the last no, four you, years. You've been using the one Got a couple of scratches, a couple of broken strings, but, it, you know, you can get it fixed. A new <laughs> Wilson shift racket. It's a recruit. Now, Andy, it's, it's not even out yet. It's launching on February the 4th in a couple of days' time, and this is courtesy of the good folk at, at Tennis Only. Oh. As you shop online at Australia's number one tennis retailer, visit tennisonly.com.au. That is an amazing – so if you love your tennis and you want to power up your phones and all your gear and you love your golf, this is the quiz for you. Perfectly done. Thank and you look very at that. much. You didn't need to do it, but you've, you've encouraged a whole lot of people to get on the – and there is now full board of calls. Well, we're going to start out in Inverley. Beautiful part of the world. Mm. Uh, I've, I used to drive through Inverley. You go to mm. – from um, Balan down towards the west coast – you nip, go through the back roads. Right. You go through Inverley. Love a little part I'm of from Maui. No, I don't think Maui's near Inverley, is it? No, we're near. No, no it's nowhere near, near Inverley. Well, Peely is in Inverley, and he's driving around, and he wants a, a piece of the action. Good afternoon, Peely. Yeah. Good afternoon, Gazy. Good afternoon, Andy. Hello, Peely. Uh, good to have you. Got, good to have you back. Oh, it's good. Have you had a bit of rain out Inverley Way in the last hour or so? Been persisting down a little Thank bit. Thank you. Nice yeah. work. Thank persisting you. down. Nice so work, that, really? So that's very, heavy. Very nice work. Just want, to let, just want to let you know that we've got Maui well and truly covered too. You know, in, in a lot of respects. That's not very nice. Maui's a lovely part oh, Maui's of the Maui's got its strengths. Mm. Inverley, is that uh, coastal type of area? No, it's area? inland. No, it's inland. Inland, is it? Uh, well, we've, we've got the Lee River, so you can head down there for a dip if you want. Ah, lovely. Do some skiing. Water skiing. Yeah. Um, Any yabbies down that way in, in Peely? Mm. Plenty of yabbies. Plenty of yabbies. I've, uh, I've bagged out of yabbies this summer, actually. Mm. Nice. Well, yeah. we, we... You smell fish. All I <laughs> smell is fish. <laughs> That's Rod's work, Peely. He's uh, very happy with himself. and he's, he's, got, he's had a very strong start to 2023. Yes. On and off the field. Yes. Uh, hey, now, uh, Peely. buy a new phone. And just to and everyone else, uh, we won't be spending action. as much time as you are with Peely. Peely's just the fortunate one. is uh, number one, and he's from uh, Inverley. Okay. So you've got to get to question 10. The odds are against you. No, I like, let's Peely's, see how you I like go. Peely's chances. A couple of uh, real easy ones to start with. Here we go, Peely. Question one. The first cricket test match was played between Australia and what other country? Oh, God. England. Bang. We're away. Another easy one. Which famous former Australian cricketer went out to bat with an aluminium bat? Aluminium bat. How I know this. How am I struggling? Was it Dennis Lilly? Bang. That's the way. Remember when he spat the dummy and when they said you can't bat with it, he chucked it and he was all sorts of toys out of the cot type behaviour. Correct. Uh, Question three. Made horrible noise. Yeah, it did. Uh, Question three. Go like the. Clappers, though, if you get hold of one, 
Wooshka, away she goes. Yes, Andy. That's why they outlaw it in the baseball. Nah, right. That's why they only allow the uh, big boys to play with the wooden. You can play with the aluminium in the college ranks, I believe. Anyway, that's just a little, some sort of things that I like to share with people. Now, what question oh, you up to? Three. It was. Question three. Here we go. Which two teams did Tom Brady play for in the NFL? Uh, Tampa Bay and New England. Bang. That's true. I've got a feeling about Peely. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's a lot of people who are getting okay. a bit nervous I know. down the line here. That's all right. What Premier, te- Premier League team has recently signed Australian player Harry Suter? Uh, was it Leicester? I tell you. Right, you're in prize category range here. You get this one this and you're picking up a prize and I'll share that with you if you get it correct. What, okay. what league does Kevin Musket coach in? Name the league that Kevin Musket coaches in. Oh, I know this. Yeah, no an answer. No an answer, Peely. Uh, is he in uh, no. Japan? Well, yes. Yes. What's the name of the league? Oh, the J, the J League. Oh, he's got it. Well, straight away, you've picked up the, this magnificent prize. It's a double pass to the first ever WNBA, WNBL game played at John Kane Arena. That's going to be. Uh, tomorrow, and you've also picked oh, up a, a, feeling about this. a family pass to the Monster Truck Grand Final on Saturday. So if you're into your Monster Trucks and the hoops, um, I've got a good feeling about good, this. Good things are coming your way. Question <laughs> six. Here we go. Question six. What number has Braden Maynard chosen to wear in the upcoming AFL season? We spoke about it to him right, yesterday. Okay, right, right, right. What? Uh, dearie me. He wore uh, number 30. Rhino, Rhino. I'm not giving it away. Hmm? I'll go number four. Bang! Did you just guess that? Yeah, guessed it. Yep. No, you didn't. Really? You were all over I it. Did. You didn't I guess did. it. I, I didn't guess it. I, I knew it. I all didn't right. guess it. Here we go. Uh, question Andrew, Jesse, Mark, seven. Darren, Kirk, Jason, and Justin. They are getting flatter and flatter well, by the second Well, you know what? Hit. They might be feeling happy because if they get down there, they only have to answer one uh, question. I, you know, there's something about Peely in our little interaction with him early. I had a good feeling mm. about him. We loosened him up nicely, gave him some confidence. I like the cut of his jib. All right. Here we go. Peely, concentrate. LeBron James right. is about to become the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Who will he overtake? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Bang. This is extraordinary. These questions are too easy. Are they? Yep. All right. Question number eight. Eight. Who is the all-time leading point scorer in the NRL? Put him on the clock here just so he doesn't Google it. Oh, is it JT? Jonathan Thurston? Oh, no. Peely. Get around him. Well done, Peely. Get around him. Well done, Peely. Chin up. You've taken over some tickets to the basketball right, and the monster trucks. Andrew's in Haddon. Good afternoon, Haddon. Andrew? How you going? Yeah, going well. Do you know who is the all-time leading point scorer in the NRL? Uh, no, I don't know. I'll have a guess. Is it Hazemel Masri? No. Might have been once upon a time. I reckon he might have been more obvious yeah. one. Yeah. It's a good answer, a mm. good attempt. Victorians should be all over this. Oh, they, Jesse yeah, 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 yeah. Is in, Sorry, Jesse is in Glen Iris. 
Jesse, who is the all? Good afternoon. Who is the all-time leading point scorer in the NRL? It's that golfer, Cameron Smith. That's the one. <laughs> well done. Question number nine. Wow, the whole prize is looming. Name two, and I need two of them. Name two of the three finalists in the NBL MVP race for this season. Uh, we'll go Pindu. No. Pindu. No. no. He, he, there, a lot of people thought he should have been in there. Bad luck, Jesse. Mark is in Hillside. Good afternoon, Mark. Hey, Gazy and the other Andrew. How are you? Good, yes, Jesse. That's the way I like that. Name two of the three finalists in the NBL MVP race this season. I would have loved to have answered this one, but I've got absolutely no idea. Oh, mate. Try again next week, Mark. Darren's in Bentley. Dazza, good afternoon to you. G'day. Name two of the three finalists in the NBL MVP race. Um, Mitch Creek bang. and Xavier Cooks. Bang and bang. Bryce Cotton is the other one. Now, this is for all the marbles here. Here we go. And it's and it's highly gettable. Highly and. Gettable. We are. There is zero tolerance for lag. Mm. The question has to be in three seconds, and the, and then we get to Kirk, Jason, Justin, Daniel, and Daniel right. quickly. Right. So there's no googling available. Oh, he'll know. I'm pretty sure Daz will know this. Uh, who is the former St Kilda Saints player who is the punter for the Philadelphia Eagles? Aaron Tippett. It's all over. Bang. There it is. Kurt, Jason, Justin, the Daniel, Daniel, Pat, and Michael. Bad luck. And the live studio audience that we have here every day, uh, tickets just go to the website, they were up and about for that. Right. Up and about. And great to have you in the house again, uh, everyone. Good to see well, you. Well, Dazza in Bentley, uh, he's picked up the Signet Boost Power Bank. He's got 18 holes of golf for him and a mate with a cart and a couple of beverages at uh, Club Mandalay. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. And the grand prize, which you hopefully you'll – are you still with us, Daz? Yes, mate. Do you play tennis? Uh, no. Oh, well, maybe straight to eBay then. A new Wilson <laughs> shift racket. Now, these things, you know the Wilson? That's the number one racket in uh, in tennis. Well, Wilson, the number one brand with the rackets. Actually, I'm just well, making Roger, that up. Well, Roger used to use the he Wilson. Uh, it's not even out yet. It's launching in February 4th. You're going to be the first to uh, have a sample of it. It's courtesy oh. of the uh, the tennis only, the online shop. Shop online at Australia's number one tennis retailer, uh, tennisonly.com.au. That's all coming your way. Stick on the line. Thank you very much. There's well done, Dazzling. Well done. Oh, that's fantastic. Dazzlington is Do we just. Like it? Did I handle it well? You did. Very strong. Uh, where we go with this format? I like it. I'd like Maybe to just get, give I, thumbs up or thumb down off the temper text machine. I'd like to get rid of the question once it's been incorrectly attempted to be answered, so the next ones don't have a chance to Google it. Okay, you're on the line yeah, waiting. You know point. what I mean? You're with me? Yep. I think we'll. I think we'll bring that in. So you might have to have a lot of extra questions. That's all right. But, uh, but I don't like the idea of if you're three and four in line, you can sit there. Oh, MVP. Okay. I'll just Google that while I'm waiting. Hey, and, you know what I mean? You know, I'm here to take feedback, and when but I your hear feedback. Performance, I'm prepared to accept that that is a good addition to the quiz. Your performance mm-hmm. was very, very strong. Sharp.